Normally, I will open to Proverbs chapter 4, and we're going to read wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, you know, you're getting, get wisdom. Now, I believe that you know it, even if you're forgotten, you can go back and, and read it, and you understand it more and more. Or go back and listen to the dimensions that God has shown us through this, I mean, through the past few weeks, months, and years of wisdom in Wednesday. <laughs> so I won't read that today, but you know that's the foundation. You know how winning is different from when the word says the win. What is the difference? I'll show you this morning. What's the difference between what we do, what we say, and what motivational speakers do and say? Um, I, I think one of the first differences is that we say what is done. <laughs> if you get what I'm saying. Um, motivational speakers say what you want, what they want you or think you should do. No, we have stories. We have real life stories of why what we're saying is true. First of all, because it's God's faithfulness. And secondly, of course, because um, they are practical in life. They are there. If any man uses them, the results will be there and we've seen those results. And so this morning we want to talk about winning, just for winners alone. And I'm not coming from a spiritual dimension, even though we are spiritual and we will consistently be spiritual. But before I go on with that, can I just briefly share some news with you? This morning I read that Jeff Bezos is going to start a school, a preschool. Um, and this preschool is for um, low income earners, those who have low income. Uh, we, uh, of course, low income people are usually black people, majority, depending on the number of the population of the place. My opinion is that that's another slavery, which I don't mind, where on another slavery rant, where another set of people are going to develop curriculum for our children. And from the age of five, yeah, they're going to be indoctrinated to believe certain things from the age of five and below. It's preschool, so you guys know the age of preschool. I'm not even sure five is not late, you know, but you know preschool is very young. So from that age, they're going to start teaching them whatever they develop to teach them in that school. That's what it's going to be. And a lot of people, and again, that's not the, the church would then say, let's pray against Jeff Bezos, rubbish. I'm not praying against him, I'm even praying for him. Um, because for some reason, we spiritualized beyond, um, beyond limit Sunday school. Sunday school, uh, those of you who grew up in church at the time, you started detesting Sunday school because it's not inspiring. And now the world is going to have schools that are inspiring, schools that actually make children want to be rich. And the church, for some reason, for some, some, are still speaking against prosperity. And you're wondering, I would be poor. I want to be poor if poverty is what inspires the world towards the Lord right now. If it does, I want to be poor if it inspires the world. But you know as well as I do, or maybe even more than I do, that it doesn't inspire anything. It causes crime, it causes hatred, it causes um, people are very, 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 very angry, very, very, 
uh, it, it's a law, uh, you know. Uh, and so, news like this make me angry. Not angry against the people that are taking innovations. I'm actually happy for them, but angry about a community that has so much talent and ability to do things. But we're rather, we're rather, we're trained from our parents' house, and, th and that's not their fault, that's the way they are trained to, to just be mediocre, to take, this is what I want to talk about, winners about, to take whatever comes our way, and to try our best to use the wet man's instrument to change it. Now that never happens, and that's what they call education, you know, you go to a place for three years, you go and learn the things that you did not choose to learn, the things that you don't even want to know about. So you spend your time and life, that's why you went to more parties than you went to class, because you really don't want to be dead. That's the setup for losers, that's how to become a loser. That's, losing is generational, as much as people talk about generational curse, um, losing is generational. So when you see kids of losers speaking on the internet and fighting things that they don't know or research, you don't, it, it, they're not, they as a person, it's not what we're angry about. What we're angry about is them, you know, as an institution, something that repeats itself continuously, uh, something that promotes what is wrong and all those kind of things. And for the black man's blood, and I say this, and you will not know why I'm saying this until the day I decide to actually write a book. Now for the black man's blood, he doesn't understand family, he doesn't do family, he is still so poor that he just wants to escape poverty. So if he gets a music contract, a acting contract, he, he just runs from everything and everybody because he still does not, he's not free from poverty. And I'll say it in more details in the future. But let me go into this now. Losers let it happen. Winners make it happen. I think that's my major call this morning. And when we say make it happen, and I believe that most of you watching are Christians, like believers, church people, and all that. So the conflicting point is, how do I know when I'm stressing for something to happen and when I need to leave it to God? So I'm going to take that God part out of it, and I'm going to show you in a while the God's part. But for now, let's just talk about this. Losers, let it happen. We let things happen. I've had people tell me about their dreams. And for some reason, because of the myth and the kind of life they grew up from, they believe that their dream means that it must happen. And I'm not talking about having dreams in life. I'm talking about the one you sleep when you are paralyzed. Especially, imagine a person who sleeps like they are competing with dead people. Like, you know there are some people who sleep as if they are competing with the dead, who can die the most. Like, what guy, you've been sleeping for time. Are you, try are you running a competition with dead people I don't get it what are you trying to prove get up you understand so people who do this now come up with dreams they tell you you know um, in my dream something happened to spark nation I'm like go to hell in my dream something happened to oh you didn't even wait to hear if something good happened I don't want to know because it's not that's not the way it works your goals on paper are your horoscope to life, not the prediction of somebody, not something you saw when you are asleep. You can have a sleep. It's like someone that stumbled on money in their sleep. 
Guy, you slept to a point where you picked money on the road. You should know you're going to be very poor. Like your life is set up to be poor. But sometimes we read a lot of myth. Most of the testimonies you hear in church, they are myths. They are myths. They are, not, they, they, are, they, are, they are the fantasy of people's imagination and rubbishness. You understand that? Let me just be plain with you. So if you live and base your life upon that, yeah, you're wasting your time. So I say, well, I had a dream and in my dream, I just, I was walking past the street. Number one, you were roaming around. Two, then I came across money. You're going to be very poor. You're going to be so poor that even the poor will call you poor. It's a terrible state to be. You know when poor people say, you see that guy, <laughs> he's so poor. Yeah, because the guy is stumbling on money in his dream. When you stumble on money in your dream or greatness in your dream, it means wake up. It means wake up, get out of slumber. It means wake up. It also means wake up in life, stand up and do something. It's as simple as that. So I can't get over the fact that the book of Proverbs is the teaching of wisdom. And what I see with Proverbs, right, is cause and effect. It's a life. I think Proverbs is so interesting that it talks about the effect that is caused by a cause. That when you do this, when we begin to read things like Proverbs chapter 4, da, 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 if you embrace her, she will bring you honor, she will do this, she will do that. It's just saying this is going to be the effect, even though most people that you will meet in life will tell you about the effect without the cause. Most people that you meet in life, especially our predecessors, will tell us how to quickly um, look for the effect and, and the, the cause. They will ask us to gamble through it. They will ask us to gamble through things. And so I say to people, when you've known the dream and the vision of your son and daughter, there must be a point where you know you can't take them there. It is also still leadership. And I think Pastor Sam said that during the interview, maybe this last one or the one we did on the jet. On the helicopter, Joseph, Joe corrected me. He said, no, um, I said, we went on a jet. So he said, what jet, what jet? So eventually, so he said, oh, sir, and that you went on an helicopter. So it's not a jet, it's an helicopter. So I said, shut up, because where we come from, you don't correct adults. No, never, you can never correct adults. They are very right, they know everything. They can tell you about astrology. My dad knows about astrology and how to go into the moon. You understand, knows every goddamn thing in this world. Anyways, um, so what I said to say that, I mean, what I'm trying to say is that in all of this, we saw cause and effect why Solomon will maintain the wealth of his dad, why Solomon will rule Israel right, why Solomon will be great in Israel. It gives him the cause. He says to him things like, do not give your strength to women. So, and things like that, he taught him everything. He taught him wisdom. So at what point does a parent or a leader know that I can't take this guy forward, but there is someone that can take him forward. My directing them to who can take them forward is leadership. So our parents are not bad because they don't know things. No, that's not what makes a person bad. Leadership is the ability. And I want a leader. I don't want a parent. I'm sorry. I want a leader. No. And I would prefer to be my parent. My leader would then take me. Pastor Sam's mom took him here. That's leadership. For me, that's leadership. And some of us have dads and moms who fight what they don't know. They don't even know it. They didn't research it. They didn't read it. Um, the, 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 the funniest leader is a leader who tends to lead someone they claim to love by rumors. It's not, it's not just that they don't know. That becomes an act of wickedness. You don't, you don't lead someone you know 
out of research you lead them by research you lead them by actually going there to find out otherwise that love is toxic is dangerous is destructive even though it's love it becomes control and it destroys lives I think that's how we had a whole generation wasted. This is truth because I've told you from Sunday and you know, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And so I'm not afraid of opposition or what others may feel because I'm saying the truth now. At what point do I know I can't lead a person anymore? My knowledge stops here. And from that point, I would have to now start controlling and using all manner of fear. When a leader begins to use fear to run you, to use fear to lead you, he's lost control. It will become the fear, uh, putting into you the fear to suspect someone that they didn't try to know. You fear everything you've not researched. I, you, you know how a typical African thinks. From a distance, we tell what something is. But you see a Caucasian man or a, man, a European man, he moves near something and finds out what is it. And you, you know it's like a snake. It's like a snake. You're just hearing, it sounds like a snake. It sounds like you can see movement. You can't see the face. You know it's a snake. The European man takes the camera. He moves near it. He actually takes COVID or HIV. He takes it or, or malaria. He takes it. He captures it. Yeah. And he puts it in a bottle. He gets it to his lab. He begins to understand it. He, he studies it. He observes how many of our parents do that? Either those who love or don't love stagnation. How many of them do that? No way. It's not in our blood. You know what we do? We look at it from a distance. Then we listen to everybody. Imagine three people are looking at something and saying, this looks like a snake. It's moving funny, right? And then one turns to the other and says, what is it? That one says, it's a python. You say to the next one, that's our aunties and uncles, right? And say to the other one, what is it? He say, ah, that's a beast. And guess what we would do from a distance? I rebuke you in Jesus' name, in Jesus' mighty name. You know when Jesus is not working for Jesus' people, they begin to have mighty, powerful, awesome name. They say mighty. Oh, I hate religion, man. I, I can't stand that thing. I'm telling you, if I wasn't a pastor, I ain't going to know goddamn church, man. I'm sorry. They said, we, we had the powerful, in the, in the mighty name. I'm like, what difference is mighty going to do? <laughs> what is the mighty for? You know, it's a lie. It's a lie. People who don't have a relationship, we're going to use that because they are confused and afraid. They don't research. You know, they don't want to research. They don't want to know. And imagine if the world was based on Christianity, you know, by now we'd all be dead. Because there will be no cure for nothing. Polio will be in Africa and it will ravage our lives. Um, malaria will be there and it will kill us. We won't even have paracetamol if it was left to God. I mean, uh, well, sorry. <laughs> if it was left to Christianity, we won't have malaria drug. Actually, in the church that I grew up in, actually, they believe that you should not use orthodox medicine is wrong. So when we're sick, what should we use? Faith, prayer. The mighty name of the precious amazing jesus christ mighty name and they finish the prayer with mightiness <laughs> what should we use how should we no i no i'm telling you real life stuff they don't believe that you should go to the hospital one of the tenets of faith is healing without medicine god damn it like why 
Medicine is an advancement. Medicine is faith. Some people believed in a possibility. Some people believe that they're not just going to make things happen to them. Religion makes people losers. They just believe some. It's not just gonna happen. Like it just, and that does not remove the God factor. In fact, that is God in human demonstration, and that is not complete faith in what humans can do. No, it is just that when it is available, why did we not use it? So, I had uh, people who lost their life in my family because they refused to take them to hospital. Why did they not take them to hospital? They're using Jesus' mighty, precious, amazing blood, that bloody Jesus. It's just, they're just using mightiness and name and all manner of blah, 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 because it's like Baal, you know Baal. Baal, the prophets of Baal, they were trying to call their God, you know. Many people died due to that thought process, died. And I think people are still dying due to that thought process because we refuse to understand this simple fact. As ridiculous as not using medicine may sound today, in their head then it didn't sound ridiculous. Just like today, losing just happened. Losers let it happen. It's just the same. They let it happen. Winners make it happen. There's nothing like, oh, if, if Shepherd Media is going to take the word, it's just going to take the word. I also believe in a place of rest. And I'm going to show you these levels now so that you understand and you're not confused. You don't say, well, there's a place of rest. No, the place of, the place of rest is actually the place of work. But you're working based on you don't have to do it. That's the rest there. So it makes you work harder because you're making it happen not under the compulsion. People will work at work now, most of them, and they have to be at work. They have to be there. They don't stand up from that chair until their boss says you can go home, sorry, until time says you can go home, their boss, but time, whatever. Um, winners drive. I think one of the things that happen to winners in their mind, and these are the things of the mind, they are not driven by their emotions. They are not driven by circumstances that surround them. They don't think about circumstances and think because of that it's impossible. Uh, anyone who knows me, who is really around me, will know that I just hate the word impossible. I don't like it. I'd rather that it's not possible, but you just tell me it's possible and you try to make it possible because almost 99% of the time then we realize it's possible. Winners just make it happen. They make billionaires happen. They make billions happen. They just make it happen. In other words, they are not tied to thinking that um, if God wants me to be a billionaire, I'll be a billionaire. There's a call in your heart already. There is something in your heart that draws you towards something and it doesn't draw others. So that's why you should be careful of religion because a failed loser pastor can sit down and tell you money is not everything. Yeah, that's fine for you. But for me, I have the right. It's one of the rights in this world to choose what I want money or whatever to be for me. Just like you have the right to choose what it is not for you. And so winners drive were in the driving seat. They don't believe that a dream they had two years ago. And I dream. Sometimes I'm directed by dreams, but I'm not controlled by it. If it is negative, I make sure that I prove my dream wrong. If it is positive, I make sure that I prove my dream right. It's not the final authority over my life. And the, the reason why we took dreams like final authority is because we inherited it from parents and from predecessors or uncles or those who are older. And you should pause and look at their life and say, even your own dream did not work for you. 
Your whole dream did not work for you. Mom said she has a dream about blah, 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 blah. I'm thinking, yeah, when did your mom become Joseph? How did that happen? What's going on? When did that happen? And mom, my mom, I don't care about your dream. If it is not possible, I don't even want to hear it. Well, but it's a warning. If you travel, there's a plane that, no, I'll, I'll go and the plane will drop. It's fine and I'll be fine. And most times you realize people just go and come back. <laughs> they just go and come back. It's like, come on, man. What are you talking about? There are books that interpret dreams. And I found when this book first came out, it was written by a white guy who says he's a pastor, so who has special special ability to interpret dreams, but it's mostly bought by African hunters. Because the guy clocked that they like it. So if you have, if a fly was flying in your dream, this is the meaning of it. If, if, if you walk barefooted in your dream, this is the meaning of it. Meaning what? So I should now wake up and be afraid and go for counseling for you. So I'm just saying to you that winners understand that they drive. They drive, they are in charge of the steering wheel. Now that's the key to self-responsibility. Self-responsibility is the key to self-discipline. In other words, I will not need to be motivated or mobilized to be self-disciplined. I will not be. Yeah, Charlie, it was a white man. I think Charlie is getting ideas. <laughs> and waiting for people like you and AKV and all that to become aunties and write an interpretation book for you guys. I think that's what Charlie is thinking about right now. And then, hmm, what's going to happen if I just chill a bit and then logistics, Pastor needs logistics, we write interpretation of dreams. And you can get them. They are Nigerian people. So they will, look, something is programmed in us. And I think if, if I ache at night, if my heart aches at night, it's looking at you, the potentials that most of you has got, knowing you personally. Okay, Charlie put a price on it already, $29.99. <laughs> If they buy three, what would be the price for three? Uh -huh. What would be the price for three, please? For three of the books. <laughs> okay, let me, yeah, fifteen ninety-nine for three. If you get three, buy one, get three free or something like that. So interpret dream now. So, but let me, let me move on. I've still got a lot of grounds to cover. Winners drive. They drive the wheel of life. They believe that they, uh, Karima is a bad businesswoman. Don't follow her, you know. Three is ninety nine ninety nine. No, 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 that can't work. Yeah, if twenty nine ninety nine, okay, no, that's still the same price, Karima. What are you talking about? Bad business. Charlie, I hope she's not your advisor. Bless her with a copy of the book. Anyways, on a serious. Uh, so winners drive. They have three motivations in life. Look at this. They do it with God. So we're not going to remove the God factor. They do it with God. They do it for others. And they do it to themselves. My, my, my willingness to succeed is a gift to myself. Even as much as, even though it's a gift to others. They do it for others. They do it with God. And they do it to themselves. My ability to discipline myself, my ability to, to hold myself and not do what is fancy or what is pleasure for the moment is doing it with God, meaning I rely on the grace of God. But you see, the consistent word in those three things is doing it. They do it. They don't do it. God don't do it for them. They do it with God. 
they do it for others. So you see, in this law, we fulfill the law of humanity. I mean, God's law, really. We fulfill the law of God, love God, love people. And this is the driving force for success. The notion of life is determined by extra forces or destiny is false and it creates unhappiness. So think about this notion when we or people say things like the horoscope decides or life decides or God or whatever side you fall in. You know it creates unhappiness because now you don't know. Is God going to bless me or not? You don't know. There are many questions in the person's heart. And let me give you a scripture for that. The Bible says, for in a great house, there are many vessels. It says, some to honor. You guys know where that will be in the Bible. If it is in the Quran, I would have quoted it too. Maybe it's there. I've not just read it. But it's in a great house. This is the earth. It said, there are many vessels there. It says, some for honor and some for dishonor. And if that scripture stops there, you would have been confused. You would think, okay, so what can I do? How can I choose to be for honor or dishonor? So, but that scripture ended with saying that if any man purifies himself of the latter, he said the same will be a vessel unto honor. So imagine, he suggests something like destiny. He says it as if it's destiny like in a house you can't choose to be. In a house, you can't choose to be the china gold plate, yeah, or the toilet roll. But they all have to be in a house. I need you to get this description right. You all know where, maybe not the china gold plate because eventually it will be broken. But let's say the china gold plate is, the, is, is something you can't dispose, right? The toilet paper, you will dispose. It ends up in, in wherever it ends up, right? But the Bible says they are both in a great house. Now, scripture then helps us. He said, if anyone purifies himself of the latter. In other words, it shows us that now you can purify yourself of the latter, the wrong things. You can purify yourself of it and then become the vessel unto honor. So there are people in this world, people will be born into poverty. Many people, people will be born into riches. He said, but who wins at the end of the day is the one who drives. He's the one who drives. So a person can leave a billion for you. Daddy can leave a billion for you. Or you never even met daddy. Daddy even left debt for you. That's all daddy left, right? He said, whichever way, if the person now is in charge, we usually get in charge of our lives from the age of about seven or eight. We've chosen at that point what to think, where to think, how to think. Some of us, from the age of seven, you may now be 25 or 27. For 20 years, you've imbibed the idea and the ideology of someone else that don't even inspire you, and you're thinking that way. You're in charge. When you chose your boss' first boyfriend, was he chosen based on knowledge? What chose that guy? Let me tell you, where you were born. You met almost in the same area or in the same school. You spoke the same language, which is English, street English, like bro, yeah, like bro, yeah, you know, yeah, like, you know, yeah, you know, bro, yeah, like. So when you heard that as a girl, you said, wow, you said, wow, this is Adam, this is Adam, this is the chosen one. And straight away, your, your heart said, oh man, if he's speaking like this, his trouser is not where trousers are. This is a revolutionary. This is revolution. This is revolution. And you said to yourself, revolution is what I'll follow. And then you, you okay, the teeth too, he's got something and it's still here. Yeah, the teeth, the teeth got uh, maggot, but it's covered it now with some shiny stuff. And I said, yeah, bro, yeah, you, you know, bro, like, bro, yeah, like, you know, yeah, like. So once he started saying that, you just said, this is revolution this is how we're gonna change the world and you see me and this guy we're gonna change the world 
then you discover it's not good enough and then you said to yourself you know yeah bro like i'm just gonna change his life you know and then the bro says oh since i met this girl man my life is changed man you don't understand man she's really changed my life i don't used to go for lecture man but man this babe man she turned my life around man now you you're you're crazy you're crazy they're mad you chose on culture exposure limitation in your exposure three babies after you've now clocked that you're not going to change the world you just came to pollute it i'm sorry i'm not saying that you pollute the world with you no i'm just saying that you've just caused a madness in the world of of course 35 abortions after you just realized that you made some people rich but that's not my issue this morning life happens life happens but at some point we then come across something now there's a deeper culture this is what i'm trying to say with that i'm not trying to mock someone with that to be honest i'm trying to mock everybody with that but but this is what i'm really trying to say this is what i'm trying to say at some point you then encountered something you were with a group of other girls you came to the nation together you encountered the same word you're the only one still there you're the only one still standing you know what happened there is a deeper cause something pulling you to something deeper in your life it's not going to pull them because God does not work in groups. It puts groups together, but it doesn't work in groups. Now, your acceptance or rejection of that, yeah, tells us what's next in your life if you're driving. So at that point, you decided to drive the, your own life now. You're not influenced by anybody. Something else drives you now. Something else changes everything about you. And that means that this is where winning starts from. That's what I'm trying to say. So you do it with God, you do it for others, and you do it to yourself. The, nation, the notion of life is determined by external forces is still why we blame other people for our lack of success. A color, we blame color, we blame age. And of course, we must fight for black lives and, uh, and all those stuff. But, you know... Uh, people are still succeeding, still regardless, um, uh, both years before now and years now. And I think if we're not careful, Black Lives Matter will just tell other people why they are not succeeding. You see, now I told you that there is discrimination against black people. People are still succeeding. Well, the fight for Black Lives Matter has helped a bit, I think, some black people watching. Hopefully it's helped a bit to at least create a path for you to say, look, we must be heard. And I appreciate that. But there are no external forces, and I've given you Bible scripture for this. If anyone cleanses, cleanses himself for the ladder, from the ladder, it will become a vessel unto honor. So nothing is automatic. It can happen. So I think what I then did was to make up my mind and say to myself, nothing, absolutely nothing. There's nothing that makes me mess about. It's me. It's my, that's my choice. I think even if you mess about, maybe you, whatever mess about is, right? I don't want to give examples. Whatever mess about is, I think you come to a point where you hone it. It is called self-responsibility. You know you're driving. But losers always say things like, I don't know what came over me. You're sleeping with people everywhere. What do you mean you don't know what came over you? Like, did something just strip you naked? I don't get it. What came over you? Nothing came over you. Hone it at least. It's wrong, right? But hone it hone it and it's going to be the start of responsibility it's also a winning spirit even though it's negative you can steer that to the positive because when people and imagine as a pastor how many times i've heard things like i just i don't know i don't, I don't know i don't know why i do what i do 
I'm sitting there emotionless, just thinking, you don't know why you mold a weed. You mold it. You know, weed is not something like you're walking and you sleep on a banana peel and fall into weed. And, and let's say weed is wrong. I don't know. Whatever, man. You know, but I'm just using it as an example. You don't, you're so, I don't, just don't know. People do that to pastors. And you know those pastors, they say, you know, the way we're trained as pastors is to have a shoulder to cry on. Sometimes we hold it. Oh God. No, I'm just there emotionless. Thing, what the f man like shut the heck up what are you talking about like shut up shut up wipe your because that's the access to go do it again because this guy is not in control this guy has made even his own pastor know that i don't know what comes over me liar you do know what comes over you you do know what you're gonna do you mold it you wrapped it it was smooth. I saw the weed. I look. I I smoked weed for a long time. I tried to learn molding. I couldn't. So you mold it smooth, meaning you've given attention to it. You've given time to it. You've practiced. You have to practice that thing. You practice. You mold it. You lighted it. And then there is the inhaling and exhaling exercise. And by the time you inhale and exhale for two times, you still didn't know what come up, what came over you. You you're pumping it in and now. What are you talking about? And I only want to use that as an example. There are other more vivid examples which I can't, you know, but you know what came over you. So I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that at least hone it and stop being a a, a oh man. I really wish sometimes I'm not a pastor. And stop being a wizard like. No. Stop being an idiot. Yeah, okay. It's alright. I don't want to use powerful words. Stop it. Stop it. If you're doing wrong, know that you are driving it. So that at least if you want to change it, you know that you're in control and it's not an external force. We heard that a lot from our parents, our predecessors. I don't even know why. Someone said, I don't even know why I married that man. Of course you know why you married that man. Why is your own life out of control? Like things just marry you. You don't marry anything. Someone married you. I don't even know why I married him. Like you were, you were like drunk to the altar. What exactly do you, are you going to finally sit down and be a winner? Meaning, are you going to sit down and say to yourself, you know why I married him? Because that's why you went into the second marriage too, because you did not address it. I think I liked his height. I think I liked his face. I think I liked to be deceived and it deceived me. I think it said some things to me that I know was not true, but I decided to believe it as true. And because of that, I fell for this. You know what that will prevent you from doing? It will prevent you from saying it is the will of God. And so I wasn't in charge. And of course, we have to come back as pastors and preach to say, yes, even all of that is set up in your life, but it's all set up to a point where you know that you drive this tearing. You are drive. If I don't make enough money, it's not external force sometimes. It could be that I'm working on something and I have bought. It's not external force. It is me. Blaming external forces for losing is what actually makes people losers, and that's very common. It is more common, and it is extremely convenient. You know it's convenient to blame ex external forces. At a point in Nigeria, they started blaming, and I think they still do, like the guy in charge of making power electricity available, started blaming witches and wizards. 
they actually said that you see and i heard it in my own church too my dad is watching it once said it i'm sorry sir but you did um he said that um it is which is i do agree to an extent that the human beings they are witches and wizards like they are evil people yeah in that scope of course yeah but in the normal scope right like in a country yeah it is a witch like some birds flying at night that stop them from having electricity so you ask those witches do you travel have you got visa do you do you travel at all do you do you explore the world? Do you, um, do you, do you, do you travel? It's just a question like, why are you, why are you own based? Why are you like tormenting your own brother or your sister? Can you not just come here and make life a bit difficult for the Western, Western world? Like uh, we need, you know, and I want to tell you, they've been racist. They put us in slavery. Can you come and help us instead of us rioting on the street? Can you come and help us to punish them? Can you please help us? Help us, witch. Help us, wizard. Please help us. Don't let us just be the ones running after police and saying Black Lives Matter. You, when we come out rioting, witches and wizard, can you please just put some things in place? Can you tell Satan or whoever is the leader or God or whoever, can you tell them to please deploy some of you so that we can really fight for black lives? Or are you just local? Do you travel? That's the question for witches and wizards um, in Africa. Do you travel? Do you? No, they don't travel because they don't exist. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Someone takes me. I want pastor. I know you don't believe in witches and wizards. I, look, I don't need to believe in them for them to exist. In other words, even if a pastor doubts that they exist, yeah, it doesn't stop them from existing. It's just that their oppression. I just don't understand how that these guys back out from places like reason with that if you exist and you can hear me it's like you are omnipresent switch off the light in london city for one night please no uh we can't do that that's beyond our jurisdiction but where are you gonna go my village in abelkuta in Ogun state come on man which come on which come on which what are you doing bro and come on man it's mad uh, bishop Bobby. because they don't exist it's the more convenient way to shift responsibility and now let me bring it to the normal scope now right which isn't wizard right there are things invincible so whenever we can't solve a problem we attribute it to invincible things whereas the advanced man that has evolved actually look at it critically studies it critically the reason why a lot of people go to church in nigeria and africa is because they don't look at things critically the white man looks at it critically he criticizes it it gets people that can challenge him around the table until they all find solution. You know, for Pastor Homney, for a Pastor Obi, oh, and I have grounds to cover, I need to stop this now. For Pastor Nindi, uh, for Pastor Nikki, you can, uh, if I've given you a mandate, and the mandate is that every house must be a family house worth a billion. It's a mandate, right? If you look at it critically, you understand why we sow. You understand that we have to remain relevant. Of course, in covenant with God, but remain relevant so that what flows down to these family houses, you look relevant to the world. That's why we sow, right? We sow because God says give one. But two, we have to remain relevant. We have to have a spearheader 
remaining relevant and then you look at things critically you don't just go into trading you look at the trading critically and say we're about to put 10 grand into this guy to trade we're not going to base it on emotion and say oh well Tofara has been here he's a good man no people don't make money because they are good men they make money because they are strong men like i'll just leave it as strong because i'm on public scope i wanted to say ruthless and straight and da 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 but i'll leave it as strong <laughs> because they have the mind for it and of course for us as believers we know they also have call for it there are people who have call for it a thief has no call what's the value of a thief a thief is a, is, is a somebody like africans we say but a thief is a person who has no value in other words you can't find what they will do so what they lack in self-esteem what they lack in, in growth, they substitute by taking what belongs to others. That's a thief. A thief has no value. In other words, you look at a thief and you really look at them and say, what could they do? What does this guy do? If you don't have access to steal, what would you do? The guys I know around me, they are entrepreneurs. The value of the wisdom I share with you, I think if I'm going to value it, it's going to be millions a month. So I'm not even getting in what, I, what belongs. But let's leave that blaming external forces for losing is common, more convenient, but it is false. It is completely false. Thank you, Chibuzo, for saying chai. But let me tell you something, Chibuzo. I'm not about to call you a thief. Calm down. Let me tell you something. You can be a heart surgeon for the rest of your life earning a salary dictated by another man. Or you can spend time sewing and critically looking at your industry until you find a loophole there. Because believe me, either you believe it or not right now, believe me though, but either you believe it or not, but believe me, there are things right now that makes or will make people billions in what you do at, say, art specialist or a heart surgeon or what you do again, something around the heart. It's about driving. It's about taking personal responsibility it's about knowing that winners drive. Let me go to another point. When you know where you're going and you know you're driving, you make decisions faster. You know that, right? Because now it's either you're thinking, and I think this is going to help someone. When you know what you're, where you're going and you know you're driving, you'll be able to make decisions faster. You will not wait because now you have, you understand your destination. I'm not afraid of making mistakes. Most people that I meet, the older they get, the more they are afraid of making mistakes because they actually don't know where they're going and they think there are external forces in control of their lives. Do you know how many people I've met as a pastor who tell me about their great dreams? Like dreams that they saw. One of them told me how he saw herself. She saw herself in a big mansion driving all the fast cars in this world. I think London bus is what God was trying to show her because she's still there. Now, but listen to this now. I'll, I'll be playing with you. So she's told me all this dream and I've said, okay, fine. You're going to go to school. You're going to do this. You're going to do that, blah, 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 blah. This is what's going to happen. I come back telling me, oh, I got this great dream. And guess what? After like, a, like close to a year, she came back with a baby. She's pregnant. <laughs> That's the big house. I'm going to live in no big house because even though God meant that for you, or that's meant to inspire you because you probably don't go out and inspire yourself. That's meant to inspire you, but you've just taken a wrong turn. You've just taken a nasty turn. Am I saying God cannot um, rewire that now? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know what you wanted to hear. You wanted to hear. No, I'm not saying that. That's what I'm saying. She's the only one that can rewire that. Not God. 
No, God, God is not the one that is going to rewire that. It's going to be hard. When you know where you're going, yeah, and you know you're driving, you make decisions faster. You don't delay because you're afraid of winning or losing. To win, that means you must have an opponent. The anger to win is most teared up when you get hit by some factors in life. You understand that you are in charge because you get hit by some factors when you've expected the money, you've expected something and it didn't come true. What losers do is that they accept it. What winners do is that they fight for what belongs to them. And I think what happens to winners actually is that they conserve energy for the right fights. In their imagination, I was reading one of the world heavyweight champion, not the current ones, but the, the heavyweight champion. And these guys can box in the dark. He said because his imagination fights all the time. So he's throwing punches. He must have that one hour a day or that 30 minutes a day, that solitary confinement um, where winners go to and it's in their mind and they've mastered and they are practicing what they want to do. And I'm not talking about fantasy dream. This is winning under leadership because if a pastor Sam, a pastor Nikki wins, you won because I told you about roles. Your role is what makes you a leader. There is no two Kellys in Spark Nation even in the old nation. Now, if Kelly then wants to become a pastor, gift is going to be a problem because that's what subjection in leadership means. I've told you something about leadership and I thought, I think I've taught leaders this. No leader leads a person that doesn't want to be led. No leader forces a person to do anything. I don't force anybody to be around me or to be my this or my that. Very independent. It must be a choice. As in when you're there, you must be there and you are not there. The same thing with all the leaders. So in other words, what I'm saying is that you must, nobody must be around you that is there because they must be. <laughs> that would no longer be leadership. Because they're not there because they are inspired. Maybe other things inspire them and all that. But for those of you who are good followers, in case you're looking at, okay, so what do I go do now that makes me a great leader or makes me a winning person? You're already willing in the role that you, that you, that you are given. Number one, because you choose to be in that role. You chose to be a giver. You chose to be a worship leader. You chose to be a, a, a hope dealer. You chose to be. And most times winners choose what they want to be early in life. That's how you know winners. I think, I, and I keep telling you this, it's easier to know who will succeed and who will not. Because most times it's like it's left in the hand of God. Like we say, oh, God knows. No, it's not true. God already told us, Second Timothy or First Timothy chapter 2 verse 2, for in a great house there are many vessels. And so when a person chooses to be a billionaire, yeah, you've chosen it. Somehow, directly or indirectly, the way daddy speaks, right, already makes you feel that you're not going to be because it's not for you. It's just the way people around you feel. Now, that's not dishonoring parent or anything. That's just me saying, I'm not going to listen to this BS. I'm not going to be there. I'm going to go try. And if I fail, at least I chose what to do and I failed in it. And that's fine. But I'm going to celebrate my failure as winning because I chose it. <laughs> don't be in nation or nation family because you have to be. Uh, well, I don't know if I leave this place, if I'm not going to prosper. Maybe God will punish me. Believe me, God is not going to punish you. Fly. 
it's not going to nothing is gonna happen life will punish you your whole life will punish you because da, 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 whatever but not God <laughs> I'm just saying it is what it is guys um, and I know pastors shouldn't say that pastors should make people feel like they have to be no they don't they don't have to yeah people who have to do things often resent what they do <laughs> People who have to do things often resent what Obi just said. I tried. They actually, he tried to leave Spark Nation, I think last week or so. Pastor Toby Jr. Because I don't know what I tried means, though. I think he tried to leave Spark Nation. I said, I've been trying to leave Spark Nation. What's so difficult with that? Just don't pick up. Just go. <laughs> like, it, it, it's like, just. What you, those are things you don't try in case I've given some suggestion because I've seen the future now guys the future is just nation family it's about nation it is the, I know it I can bet my life on it hey, but let's go personal responsibility is the change key using freedom responsibly so I just told you about freedom and how no teacher or no leader must make you do stuff you do stuff because you choose to right but now that is freedom, right? That's freedom. Um, but how do you then use the freedom responsibly? That's the problem with this nation. They give you guys freedom heli. So you see little rodents on the internet fighting Spark Nation trying to talk about, um, trying to talk about oh, prosperity because they've never seen poverty. Imagine children of welfare, welfare kids telling a pity how to live for God or how to be poor or uh, should the pastor have this. You are a child of welfare. Imagine you were born into a council flat that is free or at most subsidized, subsidized council flat. Medical bills paid for you till you are 18. And you have the God to talk about what is prosperity and what is lack. You've not seen poverty. You are welfare skin. You, you grew up yeah, you grew up on state funds, state money. You went to free schools, paid for by taxpayers. <laughs> the medicine that kept you alive is taxpayers' funds. Before you go to a certain age, you, you tapped in your oyster, your bus pass, free most times. And so, children of social care all of a sudden know who to tell how to dress or how to do no you are welfare kids i don't understand so you haven't really seen poverty what i advise you to do you want to advise how people should talk and dress or that, that, that don't say our parents don't have this please most of you are second generation immigrant go go to your homes go africa go to jamaica Go to the Barbados, go Ghana, go Syria alone. See kids that are poor and come back to tell me about prosperity and poverty. Go there. Go. Go for a week, two weeks. Live with the locals and come back and talk to them. And see if poverty is anything to embrace. Go there. A pastor that is living on gift aid and grants <laughs> from government, chasing envelope as if they are chasing their life. Envelope, have you signed that envelope? 
Please, can you please sign the envelope, Mama Kukumba, like PK will say. Mama Kukumba, please sign the envelope for the gift aid. Have you signed it? Have you signed? The pastor that lives on that, have the guts. They say, you see those Park Nation people talk about prosperity. It is them, the new age, the, the young people that are getting into the workforce, entrepreneurs that are giving their taxes. It allows you, pastor, to read your Bible all day and come and bamboozle us on Sunday and take gift aid. That's how you get paid. That's how you get money. That's how you're able to buy a shoe or a carpet. That's how you're able to pay for the hall. So imagine if everybody becomes poor. Imagine if Mama Kukumba is now poor. You will not get gift aid, bro. So that's a senior pastor there, bro. You're not going to get no gift aid. So please, before you... PK taught me that rubbish, that Mama Kukumba rubbish, because he actually said I was interviewed by someone one day, and after the interview, or during the, the man said, oh, tomorrow we're going to interview Mama Kukumba from Ghana. And he said it seriously. And I said, it's a lie. He never said so. He said, honestly, he said so, that he's going to interview Mama Kukumba tomorrow. And I'm saying now, it is not true. He did not say he's going to interview Mama Kukumba from Ghana tomorrow. It's a lie from the pit of hell, okay? <laughs> I just feel like talking to you about winning. I, I think the winning spirit, everyone must go on a winning rampage. When we set target for a month and we reach it, I feel for you like winners. It's simple. It's a winning thing. It's a winning spirit. And there's no winning without competition. So therefore, that means there are some positive competitions in life that you must enter into. And that means some people actually reserve energy for the right contest. And so, whilst others are competing on who can gossip the most, while others are competing, and I, I still see this in ladies, and for me, I think I got to a point where I just don't talk anymore. I know when they are lying, pretending, when they don't want to talk to each other, when they are fighting each other. I think I've just concluded, and God told me something, you know, I was thinking about somebody. Why did he not do this? Why did she do this? Why did she not come? And, da, da, da. and I heard clearly, God said, Everybody report this so. This brings me to the next place. The law of cause and effect. Puts new choices on paper. And I think I've been telling, yeah, it's a winning rampage. Like you fight like a bulldog to win. Like you don't say God is in control. He is. You are doing it with him for people. Don't forget this. You're doing it with God. You're doing it for people. And you are doing it to yourself. That's the mindset of a winner. The law of cause and effect. Put new choices on paper. The new choice you've made. Who is your choice leader? Your choice. What is your choice given? Your choice. What is your choice dieting? Your choice. My own choice dieting, for example, and I don't want you to follow this. I, I just don't eat healthy food. I don't like it. It's not healthy for me. I'm just joking, guys. I'm just joking. It's right. Um, Put new choices on paper and some, for some of you, your paper is your phone. Put your five new choices there. This is the choice I made. Otherwise, every choice you made, you'll be made to doubt it at some point. 
you know there are many lecturers in life and those of you who still have your aunties uncle this person that person as your advisor and to people who even have access you see access is powerful access is strong access is massive and most times we don't know that access is the most expensive thing in life so because everybody's got access to us like they want we believe that we can have access to everybody like we want the higher you go for me i'm learning access is the most powerful thing so i choose those who would have access to me that's your it has to be choice so when our life started right when we started life everybody had access to us I was trained as a pastor to give access to everybody, and I still try. I've got ladies on um, internet asking, one said, hi, Pastor Toby, take me out for dinner. I said, sure. I, I thought sure should mean like, you should, are you crazy? And the lady replied and said, wow, I can't believe this is happening. Saturday, 7 p.m., I thought, sure means like, the hell are you? <laughs> What the hell, man? Like, I'm just, I get that all the time. Um, Pastor, I'm just wondering if you can call me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, for what? So I thought sure means, you should just know he's joking. Like, sure what? Like, what dinner? Where do you want to go? Molly's or Amazon and Nickel? Who's going to pay me? I don't have money for that. I don't go to those fancy places. You should know I don't. Um, but seriously, put new choices on paper. Put new choices. Uh, someone texts me and they say, my friend wants to do a blind date with you. But blind date is for blind people. Why would I see and go blind? I don't understand. Yeah, maybe you should have prolonged the use. Okay, it's my fault. I don't know how you people call me the cash. I said, sure short thing you know put new choices on paper take credit yeah seriously who's gonna pay for the dinner i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pay i i can't afford those things can't afford those things <laughs> take credit now this is important guys write this down if you can yeah blind date is for blind people i cannot be a same person and then go blind Affirm that your reward in life will match up your input. This is going to be very important. You know, have you ever been in a position where you're thinking, I'm putting a lot into life and it doesn't seem as if I'm getting it back. I'm putting a lot into something and it doesn't look as if I'm getting what I'm putting in. Anyone ever felt like that? Let me quickly teach you something. Or use the classic year right. Um, I, I'm not a rude guy. If, if you followed my way of speaking, very polite. I don't say things like, oh, people's parents can't afford 5K. I don't say things like that. I'm a very gentle man. I don't, I don't do that, you know. So I wouldn't say year right. I'm a, I'm a very close on gentleman. You must have this belief. L listen, this is important. You, it, must be, it is the winner's belief, guys. You must never believe that you may get less than you put in into life. You, because you will really not get less. You're not going to get less from the nation family or spark nation than you put in. You're going to get 
triple. Every winner, and I'm talking from even billionaires that I've spoken to one-on-one, this is must be the belief. The, and I love when the Bible says it too. The Bible says something like, for those who come to God must believe that He exists. I've told you God, human life, that He exists. And that is a rewarder of those who quotidianly, it's quotidian, um, in a simpler English, diligently, in a simpler English, daily, seek Him. So it's continuous. It, is, it has to be daily. And that is a rewarder of those who diligently. So something that you picked up, you're an editor, you edit in Shepherd Media, you're an editor, you edit in WOTC, you're in the Givers Club. Those who do it quotidian, those who do it daily, diligently, it's day-to-day activity for them. You meet them in the same location. What they've chosen to do, it's not like you're looking for them. You're not looking for, oh, where's Vicky? You know she's in a station. She's been there for five, six years. She will be rewarded. You know what happens to people? They sit somewhere and they think, I'm just sitting here. Activity is going on all around them and they want to participate. No, it is what you put into. And I've learned this by my life. So that's why I can sit down and know that I've given a lot to the community. There's no other way than being the greatest influence in the generation. And I'm willing to keep doing what I'm doing now. I don't want to meet a superstar. I don't want to meet nobody. You understand? I'm fine. Because it will only go in one direction. Winners believe this. That what they've put in will give back the reward. It is the mindset of winners. Put on paper and create your own horoscope. That's all I've been saying. (laughs) Create your own horoscope in life. Predict your own future. If you are Scorpio, like myself. They give us those names. Scorpio, Sagittarius. What are you? Let me hear from people now. I'm about to stop. I'm not going to overload you with knowledge. I think the reason why the Mandela's stayed 27 years in prison, willing to sit in one corner for time, is because they actually believed that they were the liberators of people, that they liberate people. I think the reason why Albert Heston and co created whatever they created, I think the reason why you guys watch the Vikings, right? Why uh, I don't know the names in the Viking characters like PK does, but I think the reason why they won is that they have the winning mentality that it is them on and nobody else. It's simple. That does not make them fight others of their brothers, it actually makes them synergize. They just believe it is them. It is them. And how do you win through this sustainably? It is without, you have alter ego, but your ego is not suppressive. Your ego is, um, yeah, your, your, your ego is humility. It comes across with grace. But this grace is enmeshed in confidence. So the world will actually, the world where others is, I'm not any star science, I'm a child of God. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, in the mighty name of Jesus, Otto is a child of God. In the mighty, precious, amazing name of Jesus. We're just playing. I'm Scorpio. We, we, it's illustration. Calm down. Calm down. They are illustrations. Okay? He said, I'm a child of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, Lyo, he's checked his horoscope this morning. He's checked it. He's looked at it. He's looked at his. I'm very, very, very within 
cancer. Now, anyways, what I'm saying with that, we're just playing children of God. Calm down, okay? Chill. Chill. Hunter has read his horoscope this morning. I can confirm that in the mighty name of Jesus. He's checked it, he's thought about it, he's gone back to bed and forced himself to have a dream. He's woken up. And he, I, I, if I get this wrong, listen, at least I know he hasn't read his Bible today. Author, because we had to do this with Connor yesterday. When people are excessive in demonstrating something, there's an issue. Let me tell you. We sat down at the dinner table, Pastor Miriam was there. I'll tell you the story. And we're talking about kebab. And those who know me know I don't like kebab. And you should like it. It's fine. And um, the first person to speak was Connor on kebab issues and healthy heating. Yeah? The guy said, Hi, things around, I know better, I will never jeopardize my health with kebab and all that anymore because blah, 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 blah. He gave a mighty speech about jeopardizing health. So it caught my attention and I said to him, I said, Connor, on the honors, I said, when last have you eaten kebab? I said, a while ago. He said, I, I don't, I've made sure that I will never jeopardize. So I said, Connor, I've not seen him eat kebab. I said, Connor, on the honor of the future of CJC, the financial prosperity of it in God's name. Tell me you have not eaten kebab this week. Then he paused. And said, on the honor of God's prosperity and that and that, when last did you eat kebab? Then we happened to find out yesterday. <laughs> yesterday freaking day. He ate it yesterday. Why, bro? We didn't ask you. We didn't say nothing to you. Why did you start the speech on, oh, I will never be in the position to jeopardize, blah, blah, blah. Why did you give this speech? Because the hell, you ate it yesterday and we were not even coming for you. We were just, so when people start saying, I don't check horoscope, I'm a child of God, then for me, I haven't passed off for a long time. I just know when people are still eating kebab. I just know. I just know. I just looked at him and I said, listen, we're going to find... And we couldn't believe it in our life. People on the table couldn't believe that this guy ate this stuff yesterday. And can I tell you the truth that I know in my heart, even though it's not said, he ate it this morning, the morning, <laughs> that yesterday morning, that morning, he ate it. But anyways, let's leave that. I'm finished now. Uh, that's why I'm just playing around. I think success is very easy. I think winning is easy. Of course, as you know, it's for those who don't quit. I think, as you know, it's for those who have leadership. I think, as you know, when you win in creating and creating self-discipline, you created a time you wake up, you created something and you've put on paper what you're dedicating your life to. I think unsuccessful people are just so undisciplined. Unsuccessful people feel that whatever they are doing now, there's a better life outside of it. You know that's what happens to losers. If they find something close to them, there's always something. There's always something everywhere. Everywhere that is better than what they are doing. They are enticed by everything and this 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 um detached by what is in front of them. Losers undervalue what they have. They embrace what they don't have the most. 
Do you understand that? Whereas, whereas winners do what is in front of them and they do it excellently. They win at that one thing. I think for me, I don't know if Universal Films, yeah, you see Universal Films as the best. For me, I see Shepard Media as the best. That's not because Shepard Media is in Spark Nation, that, no, but because they won on Sunday, they created a program that everybody can watch within few hours. That's a win. That's the group of winners. Now, someone can then be attracted with, oh, but I want to go universal. Why? Because daddy wants me to bring money home every month. I won't say any word to daddy. I'm just saying that daddy didn't win. It's not discipline. They, they made themselves work for whatever. They, they did what has to be done. They didn't choose what to do. That don't make them bad. In fact, that's why God gave you to them to liberate them from that. And it takes time. Winners are never in a rush because they are confident that whatever they put into something, they will get back. So go on a winning rampage. I love when the Bible says, either winning souls is wise. So to compete to win souls, soul winning is wisdom. It is wisdom and it's still, it's still winning. So I love when the Bible actually calls it winning. Soul winning. I'm a soul winner. I win souls. I win souls for God. I win souls for the nation. I win souls. I'm a soul winner. See, what you've done in this nation through me, by God, is we've won many people. People that will never look at church. People that will never. So it is the craftsmanship, the genius of God. Either they now say we like them, we don't like them. At least they look. That's winning. Now we're at the stage where we now want to convert. We want to convert that winning. I mean, we want to convert them into this ideology. And little by little, they are converting. We have jewelers saying, come. When last has a jeweler invited a pastor? Imagine a jeweler, a musician or this and say, come, come to. Now, we've won something for the Lord and it takes this time. And what are, what are our, by period, I don't mean your biological period now. What our churches want us to do is just do our style. Don't win anything. Just keep losing. Lose to dear musician. Lose to actors. Lose to, to, to Hollywood. Lose to everybody. So, the kids grow up in church and just migrate, immerse, migrate to that side. That's not winning. That's not winning. So the greatest question with the church now is, oh, how do we win young people? How do we win young people? Bro, remove that freaking tie from your neck and go get yourself some Gucci. Start from that. Also, if I don't wear Gucci, they won't come. I don't want to wear Gucci for the sake of... So do you want to win? Do you want to win them? Do you want to win? Or you just want to, you, do you want to win or you want to be religious? Paul, I love Paul. Paul said to the Jews, I became a Jew. I, maybe that's the only scripture I will, I'm sure you'll find it. To the Jew, I became a Jew. To the Gentiles, I became a Gentile. Why? That I may win some. Did you see Paul use the word win there? Come on guys now, talk to me. Did you see the word win? So that I can win. Why is this guy chameleonic in nature? Why is he a chameleon? To win. To win. Those of you who are entrepreneurs, go and win because that's what you do. That's in your DNA. 
that's why you are in this leadership isn't it because peter wins i won i won all the opposition of last year those who snitched those who are judas those who are whatever i still won i came out winning still which means you won we have the strongest movement the strongest family movement in the world right now is you if you don't believe that please show me show me a movement in the world please show me show me a movement with five strong leaders with not to talk of 300 show me one don't just talk to me about internet people who talk and have no commitment from their follower or commitment to their follower real life now for you one because that's what you do so why are you still here because the dna in you attaches to winners i didn't know about geo world but when we got there we put together things that made us win in that world yes the guys might have relaxed for a moment but look if you're big you're big there's nothing anybody can do about it if you are big either you're in uk you're in, and if you're big you're big that's the final thing when hope dealers rise up again or when they do their thing again they win again we won we won in difficult circumstances there's nothing called christian drill music there's nobody that wants to hear christian stuff anyone who already listens to drill wants to be either violent or live a certain life anyone who listens to music listens to people singing about girls or about things that don't matter so but for you to begin to pass positive message and you're winning that's winning but hey hope dealers cannot be second not to talk of number 550 billion your church stagnation is number one <laughs> in what we do we created a movement successfully when everybody came against you and those who are secretly or publicly still coming against you you're winning them still i need questions and talks now so that i can help dealers win you get the trophy you can now win and dedicate your winning to whatever. If you like, dedicate it to an idol in your village, dedicate it to wherever, but you must win first. Our entrepreneurs, you win. That's what you do. And I've told you the keys to this winning. Self-discipline, responsibility, knowing that you're the one driving, knowing that it's not an external force, knowing that it is, it is not runs around around you know runs around around whatever will be will be the future is not ours to see no write down your whole horoscope dedicate yourself to leadership if you have a winner leading you pass nick is a winner you know why when i first went to elite fellowship in our living room six years after still doing the same thing growth and i've seen people now that's a winner because she follows a winner right the people that are no longer there i told you this before they are the look no matter how important someone looks in the structure today believe me when they step their feet out a better person was waiting i've learned this in 15 years that's called winning but what made her win doing the same thing i was there in the days that i used to take like only pastor only i'm going to um to Tulls hill yeah and we used to go there he will follow me, Pastor Bayou, I think. We'll go there and preach. I'll preach, they'll pray or whatever they do. Now, to see the post family grow until it has nice shield, nice, have this, have that, 
You know there were ladies then there fighting upon who should serve cake and who should bring the rice and you try to settle them. Now, then they decided, oh, you know, they wanted to start, I think wanted to start back to see that and then they decided, oh, I'm not going to stay here anymore because this person don't make me this. But Pastor, he just kept doing his thing. Now, please, who won, who lost? <laughs> it's amazing, I'm telling you, because it's found a mission and it keeps doing it. It is not the people. When winners come, they will win with you. When losers come, they will lose out from you. But you can have people mourning for the rest of their life. Mourning about who left them, who did not leave them, who is with them, who is not with them, who said what, who did not say what. Losing. Losing. I remember when Youth Revival changed to COD. Imagine if they are still Youth Revival. Pastor Ben is like 35 years old. Imagine him preaching and saying, Youth Revival, what is so youth about the Revival? What is youthful about Revival? You're like 35 or whatever age you are, man. So, what I, and then some people will say, well, you know, it's because they now tend to see odious practices. Now lie. Where are they now? When you see winners, right? When you see a Pastor Haber, right? When you see winners, they win with winners. When you see losers, they lose from winners. They, they have to be deterred. So now, COD is spread across families. COD is spread across nations and universities. You want to go change someone's life by calling them youth. There's a youth centers. How many people go to youth centers? That was important for I'll be here when I'm 35 and past then, sir. <laughs> In a way, saying I'm not 35 yet. I know. I'm just saying. Okay, David Ajay is like 45. And imagine David Ajay coming to say, Youth! Youth! Oh, come on, man, David. Come on, man. What are you talking about? Are the youths of Ghana yet? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Now you should not have finished speaking now about a pick on people. Congratulations to him. I've congratulated him on my Snapchat for his um, engagement. Go and win. Whatever your aunt finds to do, do it diligently. Go and win. Winning your in our target for this month. We won't just, oh, your hair. I just wanted to know your hair. Lord, no way, sir. <laughs> I just wanted to be sure you are listening. Let, let's go win everything. I'll, I'll, look, when the time comes, right? I had a dream and it's ironic that I started with uh, dreams. Well, I did have a dream and in the dream I was discussing. No, forget it. I'll tell you that on Thursday. God was giving me, I believe in that dream, timelines for certain things. And he told me what would happen in three years time. I know you would love to hear it. As much as I've spoken about dream, you say, hmm. Also, he's going to text me and say, oh, you know, as much as I played with the guy that will ask me what I asked God, still randomly yesterday and I were talking about something else and he still said, oh, yeah, um, I just think um, for your 40th birthday, uh, I know it was, it wants in his heart. Well, he says, oh, what could it be? Then he suggested something and I said, yeah, I'm not going to tell you. So now that I've said, in three, I, I think I know what would happen in three years' time, guys. I think I know. But I'm not a soothsayer. We can all drive what would happen. 
Do you know that this nation family, with the talent and gifting I've seen, we can drive a new world in three years' time? And that's not me relying on anybody. I, you know I respect and honor all the family head. If one of the family head says today, I'm leaving, I'm just going to put his assistant as the family head and move on as if nothing happened. Because we know where we're going. Or what if the assistant messes up? So I put the assistant of the assistant. And if the assistant of the assistant of the assistant messes up, I put the assistant of the assistant of the assistant of the assistant. Then what if the assistant of the assistant of the assistant of the assistant messes up? I put the assistant of 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 the assistant to assist the assistant. I know what it is, guys. I can tell you for 50K, says Hawthorne. Yeah. Hawthorne knows, guys. Pay him, he'll tell you. <laughs> and you can pay the 50k in installments. <laughs> I love you guys.